Garrett had a few moments to spare and thought, I'll go back in that case and see if I can find the old man. Most likely he could be put off using the book for a few days. I dare say the other one doesn't want to keep it for long. So off with him to the Hebrew class, but when he got there it was unoccupied and the volume marked 11334 was in its place on the shelf. It was vexatious to Garrett's self-respect to have disappointed an inquirer with so little reason, and he would have liked that it had not been against library rules to take the book down to the vestibule then and there so he might be ready for Mr. Eldred when he called. However, next morning he would be on the lookout for him, and he begged the doorkeeper to send and let him know when the moment came. As a matter of fact, he was himself in the vestibule when Mr. Eldred arrived, very soon after the library opened, and when hardly anyone besides the staff were in the building. "'I'm very sorry,' he said. "'It's not often that I make such a stupid mistake, but I, I did feel sure that the old gentleman I saw took out that very book and kept it in his hand without opening it, just as uh, people do, you know, sir, when they mean to take a book out of the library.' and not merely refer to it, but, however, I'll run up and get it at once for you this time. And here intervened a pause. Mr. Eldred paced the entry, read all the notices, consulted his watch, sat and gazed up at the staircase, did all that a very impatient man could, until some twenty minutes had run out. At last he addressed himself to the doorkeeper and inquired if it was a very long way to that part of the library to which Mr. Garrett had gone. "'Well, I was thinking it was funny, sir. He's a quick man as a rule. But to be sure, he might have been sent out for by the librarian. But even so, I think he'd have mentioned to him that you was waiting. I'll just speak to him on the tube and see.' and to the tube he addressed himself. As he absorbed the reply to his question, his face changed, and he made one or two supplementary inquiries which were shortly answered. Then he came forward to his counter and spoke in a lower tone. "'I'm sorry to hear, sir, that something seems to have happened a little awkward. Mr. Garrett has been taken poorly, it seems.' and the librarian sent him home in a cab the other way, something of an attack by what I can hear. What, really? Do you mean that someone has injured him? No, sir, not violence here, but, as I should judge, attacked with an attack, if you know what a term of illness uh, I mean. Not a strong constitution, Mr. Garrett, but as to your book, sir, perhaps you might be able to find it for yourself. It's not too bad you should be disappointed this way twice over.' Uh, well, but I'm sorry that Mr. Garrett should have been taken ill in this way while he was obliging me. I think I must leave the book and call and inquire after him. You can give me his address, I suppose. That was easily done. Mr. Garrett, it appeared, lodged in rooms not far from the station. And one other question. Do you happen to notice if an old gentleman, perhaps a clergyman in a, yes, in a black cloak, left the library after I did yesterday? I think he may have been a—I think, that is, that he may be staying, or rather that I m might have known him. Not in a black cloak, sir, no. There were only two gentlemen left later than what you done, sir, both of them youngish men. There was Mr. Carter took out a music book, and one of the professors with a couple of novels. That's the lot, sir. And then I went off to me tea, and glad to get it. 
Thank you, sir, and much obliged. Mr. Eldred, still a prey to anxiety, betook himself in a cab to Mr. Garrett's address, but the young man was not yet in a condition to receive visitors. He was better, but his landlady considered that he must have had a severe shock. She thought, most likely from what the doctor said, that he would be able to see Mr. Eldred tomorrow. Mr. Eldred returned to his hotel at dusk, and spent, I fear, but a dull evening. On the next day he was able to see Mr. Garrett. When in health, Mr. Garrett was a cheerful and pleasant-looking young man. Now he was very white and shaky, being propped up in an armchair by the fire and inclined to shiver and keep an eye on the door. If, however, there were visitors whom he was not prepared to welcome, Mr. Eldred was not among them. It really is I who owe you...